0: Hey there. Welcome back to Grace for your Journey podcast. This is Pastor Terry. If you're a first timer, welcome on in. So glad that you are with us. Glad that you've dropped by. Well, we are in Matthew chapter 11 and verse 20, and we're talking about a principle here, an overarching idea that I absolutely know all of you know, and here it is. The more you know, the more you're expected to act on what you know. <laughs> I mean, when you go to a new job, right, and you get a new position and they train you, they expect you now to act and respond to what you know. Now, when you first move in, yeah, maybe not so much. There's a little grace, right? There's a little patience while you get all trained up. But once you know stuff, you're expected to act on it. Well, this is what Jesus is saying beginning in verse 20. And it's and it's pretty earth-shaking and, and frankly, it's pretty unnerving. For those of us who have listened to the Bible, studied the Bible, even, you know, hey, been involved in this podcast some, right? We have some information that we didn't have. So listen to what he says. The Bible says that then he began, talking about Jesus, to denounce the cities where most of his mighty works had been done because they did not repent. He said, woe to you, Chorazin, woe to you, Bethsaida, Wo, for if the mighty works done in you or around you had been done in Tyre or Sidon, they would have repented a long ago in sackcloth in ashes. So he says this, he says, look, these two cities, and he just mentions two here, Chorazin and Bethsaida, where he did a lot of miracles. He raised the dead. He healed the sick. They saw firsthand that he was the Christ, the son of the living God, and they did nothing. They were real thankful that their friends got healed. I mean, don't get me wrong. They were were pumped. Hey, Jesus came to town. My mother-in-law was sick. She got healed. My daughter had died. She got resurrected. All of these amazing things happened. And they were thrilled about it, but they were content with being consumers. They were content with saying, okay, Lord, what can you do for me? Jesus, what can you do for me? What do you have in your bag of uh, miracles that are for me? They took it and they did nothing. Then he goes on and he compares them to a city across the Mediterranean. These were Phoenician cities called Tyre and Sidon. Now, what do we know about them? Well, they were Phoenician one, so that meant they were idolaters. They had many, many, many gods, unlike the other two cities, right? Of course, in Bethsaida, who were monotheistic, they believed in the God of the Old Testament. These were idolaters. They had many gods. Even Baal was one of their gods, and that was a profane god to worship. And there were other deities. So how is it that Jesus could say these these idolatrous, evil cities would have repented had they seen what you had seen? Well, here's what had snuck in to the lives of most Jewish people of the day. They'd become arrogant and content with their religion. Now, they believed some of the right things to be sure, but they began to believe that they deserved to be special and unique and different. So their desire and drive to know God at a deeper level, their desire and drive to see God move and then turn and follow that was gone. So, what Jesus is saying, had I gone to these Phoenician cities that were, you know, idolatrous, Baal worshippers, nothing about the monotheistic God, they would have followed me. Why? Because they were looking for the truth. They just couldn't find it right then. They were, they were looking to find the truth. They were looking in multiple gods to find the satisfaction for their soul. To, what C.S. Lewis said, that we're all born with this huge gaping hole in our heart. And we look all around to fill that hole. Do you remember what he said? He said we look for money and stuff and things and experiences and pleasure. But at the end of the day, none of that stuff fills the void in our heart and our life. It's not until we know Jesus and the Spirit comes that that void is filled. Well, this is sort of what was happening in Tyre and Sidon. These Phoenician cities, they they were looking at every possible direction they could look to find satisfaction for their soul. And they couldn't find it. That's better than not looking at all. That's better than thinking, I have it all figured out. That's just better than saying, you know what? I am me. I'm better than the people around me, so I'm going to be okay. That's what Jesus is comparing them to. Then he goes on and said, they would have repented and long ago and sat clothed ashes, meaning it would have been profound and real repentance. Then he goes on and says, but I tell you, it will be more bearable on the day of judgment for Tyre and Sidon than for you and you, Capernaum, home. Will will you be exalted to heaven? You will be brought down to Hades. For if the mighty works done in you had been done in Sodom, then Sodom would have repented and would have remained to this day. But I tell you that it will be more tolerable on the day of judgment for the land of Sodom than for you. Why does he say that? Because you're expected to respond to the light that you have. The revelation, the revealing of who Jesus is, the more he's revealed to you, the more you're responsible to respond. And Jesus says, these cities are going to fare better in the day of judgment, even though they didn't repent because you didn't repent either. And you had full revelation. Do you know the gospel today? Can I share it with you? Can I just take a minute and tell you what it is? Here's the gospel. Jesus Christ came to earth 2000 years ago. He lived a perfect sinless life, and for you and for me, He died on the cross for our sins, to satisfy the wrath of God, to prepare the way so we could come into relationship with the Father. On the third day, He resurrected from the tomb, validating clearly everything that He had said and done. And so today, the Bible tells us that if you will place your faith and trust in Christ alone, declare Him Lord of your life that means Master, Ruler, Savior believe that He bodily resurrected from the grave you will have life forever in heaven <laughs> and in the day of judgment you get to rejoice because Jesus did for you what you could not do for yourself so right now I wonder if you would pray this just pray this just pray Lord it's me thank you for hearing my prayer I pray that you would forgive me of my sins Jesus I believe you died on the cross for me thank you I believe that you bodily resurrected from the grave on the third day. Thank you. And right now, I declare you Lord of my life. Change me from the inside out. Holy Spirit, fill me from the inside out. Pray this in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. If you prayed that, the Bible says you're born again. You know Christ. You are a new creation. Find a good New Testament church and connect. And always be listening to our podcast. We're going to bring you the Bible every single day. Amen. We'll talk again next time.